Welcome to our Monday podcast on the Psalms, some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 144. The Psalm of David appears to be set in the middle of conflict. Outside forces are against him. In verse 11, rescue me and deliver me from the hand of foreigners whose mouths speak lies and whose right hand is a right hand of falsehood. In this psalm, the language of God's appearance and the language of battle is similar to Psalm 18, also by David. In this psalm, David's weakness is on display, but also God's strength is on display. Whatever the difficulties David finds himself in, this psalm opens with David's confidence in God. In verses 1 and 2, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. He is my steadfast love and my fortress, my stronghold and my deliverer, my shield and he in whom I take refuge, who subdues peoples under me. Using familiar descriptions, David describes God's protection of him. Rock, military trainer, fortress, stronghold, deliverer, shield, refuge and overcomer, for he subdues people under David. But lest we think that such a strong God is a tyrant, we read in the middle of these two verses these lovely words. He is my steadfast love. In verses 3 to 8, David acknowledges his own weakness. Firstly, because he is a frail human being. In verse 4, man is like a breath. His days are like a passing shadow. Here is a reminder of our short life on earth with all its frailty. Secondly, because he has powerful enemies. In verses 7 and 8, Stretch out your hand from on high, rescue me and deliver me from the many waters, from the hand of foreigners, whose mouths speak lies, and whose right hand is a right hand of falsehood. Notice that David's appeal to God because of his enemies is an appeal of confidence. In verses 5 and 6, there is an awesome description of the power of God. The mountains that symbolise all that is firm and established in the world shake before God's power. In verse 5, as David speaks to God, touch the mountains so that they smoke. Which is why in verses 9 and 10, there is a song of praise to God. That awesome power of God will work on David's behalf. I will sing a new song to you, O God. Upon a ten-string harp I will play to you. Who gives victory to kings? Who rescues David, his servant, from the cruel sword? In verse 11, which set the context at the beginning of the podcast, we see a reminder of David's current weakness foreign troops are ranged against him. 
But David is clear in the final verses that when the foreign forces are thrown back and defeated, the nation will flourish. In verses 12 to 15, there are references to the flourishing of the next generation. May our sons in their youth be like plants full grown, our daughters like corner pillars cut for the structure of a palace. And references to the flourishing of the land, granaries full, cattle flourishing and no distress in the streets. As we finish, the language of battle in this psalm applies figuratively to the spiritual warfare that Christians wage against the spiritual forces of evil. See Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 20. And it is a hard battle. The devil knows our weaknesses. We are surrounded by temptations. Our besetting sins get exploited. And we seem to be surrounded by high mountains of spiritual oppression. Yes, God, in his word, trains our hands for this spiritual battle. But also God is our deliverer. As C.H. Spurgeon says, you can ask God to touch the mountains and they shall smoke. No matter what the mountains may be, high as the heavens, your troubles may ascend till they even seem to block up the pathway to the skies. Yet one touch of the divine finger shall make them melt away like wax before the fire and you shall march on triumphantly to your God. Join me on Wednesday for Psalm 145.